What up, mother fathers and sons and daughters? Uh, happy to have you guys back this week. This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by our friends at Go Macro and Drew Coffee. Uh, more about Go Macro later in the show. But with Drew Coffee, guys, as always, you can get 30% off your first bag using code ADULTING at checkout. I'm so excited about Drew Coffee. I'm working on uh, all sorts of things in the background. There's so many great changes and improvements coming. Um, but that great coffee is still there for you. So code ADULTING will get you 30% off of your first bag. Uh, again, more on Go Macro later in the show. But until then, as always, enjoy the show. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need all your fire, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school. I got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both Hit em. adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. I did not see that coming, my friend. <laughs> uh, I'd like to surprise you. Thank you so much for adding your beautiful spin. You're welcome. Um. Okay. So you guys, last week, Andrew... <laughs> asked if anyone wanted to call in to 818-659-5142 and leave a voicemail singing Chicago and we just listened to Why does the way that you say the phone number sound like like 90s radio to oh, me? Oh, 818-659-5142. <laughs> and so people pull out their big ass phones right now. 818-659-5142. Okay. Uh, you guys left the best voicemails and I personally feel like we should do a quick little montage of all of you singing Chicago, but I don't know if we have the time for that. Maybe we just throw a couple in. Maybe. I, I don't know if everyone's going to want their voice on here. Why the Chicago. heck not? Well, we are we one that, big family. Y'all killed me. Like so many people called in singing Chicago. Some people just sang <laughs> Chicago, Chicago. Some people sang like like cool. several of the lines. Like some people smashed it. Some do you people, know the song? Not at all. I just know Chicago, Chicago. That's it's a city you- that's... Come on. Inviting. Come on. It's a city that's exciting. Oh, come on. It's a city for a woman just like me. Oh, okay. So you are listening. Okay, so I know that part. I know that part. Just because you've sang it so much and people were just... Oh, I've sang it so much when I walk around the house? I was just listening to people sing it. You guys, okay, some people smashed it. Some people didn't smash it. Well, listen, there's not much to smash. Trina sets the bar pretty low. Or high. Thank you so much. Well, it's not you. It's a character. You know oh, what I'm okay. saying? All right. All right. Uh, okay. So a little housekeeping. So Chicago, Chicago, you guys smashed it. <laughs> Some of you didn't. Chicago, Chicago. Uh, yeah. So we, I, I was just going to give merch or we were just going to give merch to the first person that called in and sang it. Uh, but there were so many and they were so good. Like I was literally, I was literally just listening through them all just rolling. Um, so we're going to give it to the first three people that called in. So we have a bunch of random items left. Um, 
we will be in touch with you. And then in order, you guys can just pick what you want. Uh, but the first is Jen from Florida. Then we have Elizabeth. Uh, and then the third is unnamed. So we have you guys' phone numbers. Um, someone from the team will reach out and we'll get you sorted. Someone from the team. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, are you with me? Dude, you sound like a big dog. Someone yeah. from the team will reach out. <laughs> Well, um, well we that was a, a lot of fun. If, 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 so, if it was just you and I, it's a team, right? Okay. So now that we realize that you guys are out there, okay, and you're listening, and listen, our guards have been put down. We realize that you'll actually call and leave them some, leave us some voicemails, which, by the way, we have some really awesome questions that we're going to answer at the end of the show. Um, but here's the call to action, okay? Here's a little CTA for you, all right? Call 818-659. Oops. 818-659-5142. 18 times already. leave us a voicemail with a solid win and fail. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, leave your wins and fails. I want to know where you're at, how you're doing, what you're thriving on, and what can, you know, be discussed. Okay. That's a way to put it. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, 818-659-5142. Last time. Okay. uh, In more housekeeping feel like mf is going off it's on fuego. so we're just finishing up we just finished week one we're in week two now um what's been going on so we had we a had our zoom, kickoff call. zoom call that was that was kick-ass if any of you guys are listening kayla i mean we had so many cool i feel like i'm blanking out on everyone's names now i have to go on the on the facebook group but there's so many of you guys that are super engaged and that we got to meet face to face and yeah, y'all are rocking it dude that was so exciting rocking it uh, and, and, uh, side note on the zoom call, Danielle and I were so nervous for some reason because it's I'm sure they could tell again, you've heard us say this is a new territory for us and, uh, it's not like what we normally do. And so I think we were just uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> yeah. so uncomfortable. We were both like sweating through our armpits, yep. you know, you probably don't need to hear that, but maybe you want to hear, it. I don't know. Okay. Sweating like a mother father. The zoom call was going off. People are super engaged. That was great. The Facebook group is going off three times as much as the zoom call the facebook group is so dope because people are so engaged in there like i didn't know what to expect and the the uh what's what's the word the response response has like been amazing like people are like really taking control in there and like really connecting with each other keeping each other accountable like offering such great suggestions posing like awesome questions like it's just and the support like yeah the support's amazing and I needed motivation and I got it in a hot second and I actually went out and worked out when I didn't want to. And it felt really good to feel like I was being, you know, rooted on, rooted by my friends. We're okay. having some trouble. Technical difficulties. Okay. Well, let's just words. preface this whole episode with it is 940 at night. We usually do the pod sometimes in the morning or afternoon, depending on when the kids nap. But we decided we were going to do it at night because we just came home from a rager. Right. <laughs> No, it was a small get together for a friend of ours. It was a birthday party. It was really fun. We'll get to that in a second, but I do want to wrap up. Finish. Feel like MF. Yeah. I do. I do. Go ahead. No, it's okay. You want to do it? Oh, so what I was going to say is that um, we worked out five times this week. I think. How many did you get? How many did you really get? I think I got five. You think? Five days. Yeah. Yeah, I did. How did you get Friday? Um, I got Friday. There were times where I had to squeeze it in a, in the house. 
where I was just like okay. squatting or doing sit-ups on the floor. Cause that's really like my main thing is just convincing myself that even if I can't make it out to the gym, because just that's move. Yeah. Like it's not the easiest thing for me. Yeah. Um, cause I've got like, I feel like it's easier for you to escape and me to cover for you than it is vice versa. So I've just been trying to find ways to, to do something different that I wouldn't normally force myself to do. And for me, that's a win. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I get that. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people saying the same thing, like in the Facebook group, which is, yeah, there's a lot of moms. There's a lot of, I mean, there's just such a cool, I won't bore you guys, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to like go into this so much, but like, that's exactly why we created this thing and we're still trying to figure out exactly what it is, but so far it's awesome. You know, and at the end of the day, like we all just want to be active and our, you know, our healthiest and our best selves. And it doesn't get easier. It gets a little harder as you go and add kids and responsibilities and whatnot. And a lot of people are in the same position. So I think that's why it's so great because we, we get it. We get each other. And I feel like, yeah, I'm getting to know a lot of you guys. So thanks yeah. for participating. And I'm, we're right here with you. I just want to add, like, if you're not in now, you can still uh, drop your email at fitlikeamf.com. You're going to get a series of, of emails. You can like, you know, you can jump into this 30 day challenge. There's 20 something days left. Um, or you can just wait for the next one. Like we're, we're planning on two months from now, giving it another go for 30 days. Um, but yeah, yeah. And if, if you're in right now, like hopefully, hopefully you're getting your business done and, uh, staying on track. So we'll see you in the Facebook group. (laughs) Okay, um, moving right along per my list, um, I want to give everyone a nice little house update before we hit our wins and fails. Ah. Um, I want to give you guys a house update because we just came off a wild weekend where we decided to camp out at this new empty house um, with the children and Jake. Um, And it was an experience like no furniture, no Wi-Fi, no anything other than a blow up mattress, the two kids. Um, our dog, um, and our family, which was just probably the best part is the fact that it was actually, uh, my cousin's 25th birthday, shout out to Shane Lee and Dean. Um, and so we celebrated him and he was over at the house and it was simple pleasure. And that is something that I'm realizing is really important to me these days. And something Andrew and I've been talking a lot about is just having a good balance amongst like work play and family. Um, and that's something that's sort of been off balance until we decided to really make the move closer to family. So this has been nice. Like it just flew by the weekend flew by. Like we got to just, I don't know. It just felt good. Am I right? What are you doing? Um, I'm looking at the emails. I'm looking at the emails because I I thought to myself, Oh, I better, I better star these ones that were first. Oh, and for send the them off to the team so that the team can reach out. Oh, oh, oh got you. The winners. Kelly, I'm going to send them to Kelly. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we want to make sure you. Don't yeah. Get sorry. Sidetrack. Um. Well, if you want me to riff, I mean. No, the house. The house. You know, the house felt good. Like, oh, I've said this to you. I said this to Chad, my buddy. Uh, of course, I have a buddy, Chad. Chad. <laughs> no, he's a good Chad. He's a great. He's a great Chad. Um. I don't know why I work like this. It's like I, I get a little, it was awesome. It's just new and unfamiliar. And I get a little fear that creeps. And this has happened to me my my whole life when I've taken like big steps or made big changes. Like every time I've moved a city or like jumped career or whatever, it's like 
you can build it up in your mind before it happens. Like, this is going to be so amazing. There's so many things about this that are going to tick every box for me. And it's like, it's going to be amazing and exciting and all the things. And then you make it happen. And for me, what happens is I make it real. And then all of a sudden I let a little bit of fear and doubt creep in. And then I start thinking, even though I already thought about all of this already, now I start thinking like, oh no, did I make a mistake? Did we make a mistake? Like, it's so different. Um, I'm just not sure because it feels unfamiliar and, and like I get a little bit scared, mm-hmm. you know, but I know ultimately, like, like I said, I've already, I've already thought about all this. Right. So explain to me what the fears are. Um, okay. So one of them is it's, it's still LA, it's still LA County, but it's outside of like proper LA where like, it's all going down, you know? And it's funny that that concerns me a little bit because like we're in this business in this industry where like you want to be around it and you want to be connected to people. But in reality, like we never leave our house. We don't do that much. You know, we don't do that much. And it's mostly now because we have kids and like, but even before I'm like, dude, the fuck are you going to do anyways? You know? Right. What Andrew's saying is he has these fears around maybe being outside of like the cooler hub, like the cooler place to be where there's more scene and maybe a little more nightclub and maybe people more in like this industry, entertainment, whatever. Um, which is funny that you're having those fears because you're not even, well, I guess it would make sense because you're not from here. So maybe there's a little more luster around LA. But for me, even though I've lived and breathed this industry from such a young age, I am personally in a place where I'm looking forward to being on the outskirts because it's not super far that I can't like go into the city for a job, um, which by the way, I do want to update everyone on that element of my life a little bit later. Um, but it's still far enough where you feel removed and you feel a like it's a, a getaway a little bit outside of, you know, the hustle and bustle. Yeah. I mean, that's, what's funny because at my core, like I think I'm, I lean towards that. It's just the, it's for whatever reason, it's like, oh, oh shit. Like I made this decision or we made this decision and we're moving away from it now. Like, what am I going to miss out on when really, like really all the focus should be on like what you've already been thinking about. Like, what are you gaining by doing this? Not, sure. you know, and I and know, what are you gaining? Well, I always go back to our goals, right? When we were going through this house search, it's like always simplify, simplify. Like, what are the goals? Why are we doing this? And for us, it was two things. Get closer to family and more space. Mm -hmm. And we're accomplishing both of those. Correct. And so for me, like, obviously those are two things that stick out. But it's also like, it's outside of like the craziness. So it's just less crazy. Um, (laughs) Which is good and bad, right? It's closer, like closer to nature. Like it's, you know, you're not like up in the mountains really but kind of yeah we are and we are also closer to the beach we're we're gonna have a different lifestyle than we're used to and i think we just have to embrace it and realize that no matter where you were to move it's always going to be new you know yeah i think what i was just trying to say though is that like for whatever reason i'm I'm nervous but like at my core like i came from a smaller town like i'm a small town guy like i really value you know, good relationships, good people around me. Like I, I love the outdoors and nature that like that really speaks to me. And like, this has all that, Mm -hmm. 
And ultimately, like, it's going to be great. Like, you can have a great life out there. Let's talk a little bit about what it's going to be like in terms of the actual home itself. Now that we've been in it, we have met with um, an interior designer, and we don't really have like a, a solid plan on what's coming next. But the fact that we took the initiative to meet with someone who um, is a girl that I kind of know from growing up in L.A. She's a mutual friend of some of my friends in the area. And she turns is out really... everybody in the valley is connected. Yeah. So I'm from the valley and in the valley, like, I swear, if you have an 818 zip code, like zip code, area code, um, you likely know someone who knows somebody and thank goodness it still has somewhat of a small, Mm -hmm. smaller vibe. So anyways, we're about the same age and she's so damn talented. And I found her Instagram. It's Brittany Elise, or you can search it. Um, In fact, if anyone follows me closely on my stories, I had like overhauled our cabinet um, and redid basically all of our, yeah, like we got all new plates and bowls and kind of just got grown up stuff because some of the stuff that we had were like either hand-me-downs from people or just like just nothing matched it was just not I was ready to it was a COVID choice I was like I need to look at my cabinets and know that it looks clean fresh and adult like an adult would have so anyways I found Brittany Elise's store and got a bunch of her stuff and her style is like very much on par with I think the direction we want to take for this new house so we reached out to her and it was really nice because this is a project that you know as an adult is going to be one of the bigger investments we've ever like in had in terms of like something that's just for us like there's no return you know right away we're putting money into a big project that we won't see anything from i think we've never touched a project this big we've never and so i i and i think andrew would agree like the smart thing to do is hire someone who's a professional who will make sure (laughs) make sure that the money that we are investing is going to go to the right places yeah and that is i think the more responsible choice rather than that's like going up I think this this makes sense and then you know it just and I think we like we have decent taste but she has better taste you know and and like can just execute so much better and like really at this stage of life that's what it's about like creating efficiency and just getting things done yes and if you gotta spend a little money to do that like in most cases it's worth it 100% I barely have time to this may not sound realistic to you guys because you probably see my stories are full every day, but it is hard to even just be active on social media. And that's part of our job. So I can't imagine taking the time to search for proper appliances or tiles Dude, or carpet. Like I'm terrified. Not even the big things, all the little things. Yes. Measurements, like oh, where gosh. you want cabinets to stop. What kind of hardware do you want? Do you want a drawer here? Does it pull out? Does it open out? Like, What's it going to be? What's you know? crazy is that we are saying this and we are the couple who literally 10 years, our first date, not first, our second date when we were sitting on the couch at Mike's house, we watched HGTV. Okay. We have lived on HGTV and HGTV is aware of my presence because I tag them in a lot of stories and you know, I just, I aspire to be. Have they ever responded? They have actually. Okay. So they are okay. aware. They, they are. might be aware of my presence. So. I am surprised that we're going to be a little less connected to this process. But the truth is, is that we don't have the bandwidth. And so we want to do this right. And we're excited to have 
a little team. So we'll have Roy and Brittany. Andrew is going to meet with them um, tomorrow and put together a game plan so that we can do this ASAP so we can move in and get acclimated to this. You know what I like about it too? What? And and Roy probably won't like this and he, he probably doesn't listen. So what does it matter? Is that like we can leverage her a little bit instead of us like having to go to him and like, you know, just bang him up a little bit. Like <laughs> She can do that. Sure. Yeah. No, they're both extremely talented. But when time is of the essence, you just need to make sure that everyone's like on their game. But you know how contractors are. You know, <laughs> not like, Roy, though. Not Roy. Not Roy. But like all contractors are like, oh, you want that done? Yeah, it can be done. And then they give you the invoice. Oh, yeah. It's like it's going to be uh, $1 million. Um, All I wanted was the sink, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. No, thank God Roy's good. No, Roy's like good. Um, so there's an update for you guys. Uh, let me see what else. Mm, oh, the birthday party we just came from. We should just touch on it briefly. Do it. So, you guys, we had Jay Shetty on the show early on, and he's a friend of ours that um, I met through... Uh, Bill Glazer, who is the CEO of Outstanding Foods, a company a company that I was one of the first investors in, and Bill and I um, introed me, or sorry, Bill introed me to Jay over lunch one day, and it was just like a, it was just like we hit it off. We were on the same like level on a lot of things. He's vegan. He's just a really deep, cool guy. And his wife, Roddy, who's amazing, celebrated her 30th birthday. So they had like a little party for her, um, a mock skating ring. Like literally, he, I think he rented it a was warehouse sick. and he it was had them create a skating ring. Like I'm talking skates, not rollerblades, like four wheels, get out there, don't fall on your ass kind of night. And it was so much fun. fun. It was so fun. So much fun. Not to mention, okay, they are obviously vegan. So the entire catering was from Nick's on Beverly Hills, which is like one of the nicer Nick, Nick, no, wow, <laughs> Nick's on Beverly, just Beverly, okay. Equally as cool as Beverly Hills, okay. The food is so good, and we got to just meet really good quality people, and it was a really beautiful. I will evening. say that, like, they keep great company. You yes. Know, outside of the two of us. Everybody there was really cool. Yeah. And really nice. And just like good quality humans. Uh-huh. Are you making a joke? I tried. Yeah, it didn't fly. Okay. Um, no, I agree. The the quality of human beings. Moving on. <laughs> you know, his crowd is good, you know? A little Smith action. Yep. Did you just name drop? <laughs> I mean, it was You're cool. so cool. <laughs> not cool because it's not my nah, friend. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. It, it is cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. All right. And there was Donut Friend and I'm sorry, Fit Fam. I had half. Oh, dude. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. But I'll, you know I'll get what? around to that. Tomorrow's Monday. And guess what? I've got a, lex- a little extra carbohydrates and sugar in me to just hit it harder tomorrow. Um, so happy birthday Roddy happy birthday Roddy she's an angel and if you guys don't follow them you should because they just have good vibes and they're good people Roddy posts some bomb ass food and she's a great cook yep yeah Uh, I want to get into our win and fails let's do it do you have yours ready yeah my fail ready alright I want to hear your fail I can figure out my win Uh, my fail is around fit like an MF so I went Monday through Thursday just slamming it, right? Slamming it. Slamming is not a word that I normally use, so it's a little more difficult for me to transition into the explanation. Okay. But I was killing it. Like, you know, 
work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's four days in a row. Okay. <laughs> okay. On Friday, I was like, maybe it was Thursday. And I was like, let's just go spend the weekend at the other house. Like before we start any work and maybe we can't do that. Like, let's just go experience it. So we did. And uh, part of my fail is it took like with kids, dude, like you don't realize you got to pack. You think, oh, you know what? Each of us, one weekend bag, okay? One weekend bag. We're going to get out of here for a couple of days and go have a great time, right? Three hours later, you've packed your whole life because that's what it we had to. We had to do this in two different nap sessions. Yes. So that's part of my fail, but not my fail. My fail is that I got lost. I got carried away. I had a few drinks Friday. I had a, a few more drinks on Saturday. And I'm, you know, I wasn't happy with myself because I'm like, look, committed to 30 days. I didn't want to drink at all because it doesn't, uh, my goal that I set was I wanted a clearly defined six pack in 30 days. We'll see if it happens. I'm, I'm going for it. But like the drinking doesn't help mm-hmm. and the eating, like all the takeout food that doesn't help. Right. And I just got carried away because we had family and friends and everybody popping by and we were in a new place camping. Like we didn't have anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Kevin Hart. <laughs> so th- that is my fail though is, is I just, you know, I don't like that I did that. Now I'm beating myself up a little bit. So I came home today. Mm-hmm. We're, we're recording on Sunday, if we haven't said that already. And uh, I got my workout in this evening. It was like You're 100, 149 degrees outside. It's friggin', we're, we're getting torched over here. But I got it in. So five days this week, so that's still a win. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get back on it tomorrow. And, and I'll pay for the two days that I took off. I'll pay for those tomorrow and Tuesday with some extra workout Preach. stuff. Okay? Okay. My win, my win, my win is that we're like, we spent the weekend over there and it we, like, we're already feeling what we set out to do, which was get more space and like be closer to the family. There were so many, like basically your whole family was in and out. All weekend long. Yeah, it was like an open door policy right off the bat. Yeah. And it's funny that people even wanted to be there because, like, again, there was nothing there. No, we, have fold, we had folding fold, chairs. Folding chairs. <laughs> yeah. Some takeout food. And that's it. And, like, if you wanted to go jump in the pool or whatever, like, you got to share one of two towels, you know? <laughs> exactly. We just kept <laughs> rotating them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, it was. It was a cool experience. That is a win. All right. So... My win is I'm going to circle back to what I said earlier in the show um, that had to do with working in the entertainment industry. So earlier this week, Andrew and I were making the drive out to the new house and I got or we were talking and I was sharing some ideas that I've kind of had in the back of my back pocket. I won't get into too much detail, but it has to do with p- pitching an idea um, to a certain network. And I just started elaborating on like the different projects. Which network? I will not go there just yet. Um, but I, it just has to do with me being open and more interested in getting back into the swings, swing of things with acting. Um, and I think I'll be even more open in the coming months. You guys, the truth is if you're a mom and you breastfed, like I just want to get past that first year with Ivory and I'm already halfway there. So I want to... That's my goal um, because I want to be near her and working is really tricky. Those kind of hours take you away for a while. So anyways, I'm thinking of the future and it's going to happen quickly because time flies. So we are talking about what kind of jobs I'm interested in and where I see me going and my career. And literally my manager calls me. How wild was that? 
And I, the reason why it's wild is because I haven't spoken to my manager in a while because he knows that I'm just in it and I'm doing the mom thing and I've been out of the game for a couple years, at least since being pregnant with Gio. And, um, and he's respected that. And, and the truth is you guys, like I'm pretty picky, um, with like what kind of auditions I'm interested in. So even if he sent me stuff like in the last two years, usually I'm like, meh, it's not really the direction I want to go in or it doesn't excite me enough to like work at it. And so he called me and he kind of like laid down the law a little bit. He was just like, hey, we were just talking and we think that it's time for you to come back and like jump back into everything. Um, you know, he offered some coaching recommendations, which you guys, I haven't worked with a coach since I was a kid. And truthfully, I worked with what I think is probably one of the better coaches in the business, Ernie Lively, who recently, um, passed away and he was incredible to me. And one of the recommendations, oddly enough, was Lori Lively, who's a daughter of, of Ernie. And I just thought, how funny, like all of this just kept, there was a lot of signs. There was a lot of synergy happening on the phone call and it got me excited. It got me motivated to think more about what all of this is going to look like now as a mom of two and how I'm going to work through some of the mom guilt that I already feel just with the idea of potentially taking on a job in the next six months. So, but I got excited and I'm not going to lie. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I know I get a lot of questions around you know, when are you going back to acting? Are you ever going back to acting? And I think acting will always be a part of my life. I just haven't hit the ground running yet because this is like such a crucial time for us as a family. Um, and so I guess, yeah, in the next six months, things are going to start happening and we'll put some effort into this pitch, this so-called pitch that I have. For which network? Stop it, you instigator. <laughs> It's a, it's an idea that I think a lot of um, the listeners that grew up watching me would probably really love. I like it. I know about it. I like it. And that's all I'll say for now. Okay. Well, okay. there you go. All right. So I that's like my, my win. And um, my fail is Andrew... After packing up from camping over the weekend at the new house, we came back to our old house. Ivory screamed at the top of her lungs for the majority of the car ride home because it was not her nap time. And usually I tried to time it right, but I didn't. So I had to deal with her crying and I came inside and Andrew made me a beautiful chocachino. Um, and it's beyond <laughs> wired me. <laughs> like I feel so hyped right now. Still? be on and wow. i don't know if it's the combination of like skating well, you, never, you, you were never and, flooded with like any anxiety right from not the caffeine. at all which that's what i do like plus. about it like it tastes great but i don't ever feel anxious or jittery afterwards are you talking about when it's mixed with chaga yeah oh interesting i didn't notice that i think it was the combination of you made the fresh milk like it wasn't just straight coffee oh, to it the was dome. A treat. it was a real treat it was what we needed because it was a lot to just pack up the car and get out of there but I'm still wired and that's my fail because I do not like being wired right before bed because all I think about is the fact that I have to get up so early to get Ivory out of bed and then Gio wakes up shortly after and I'm just like, rah. Yeah, that's every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> did you, did you, were you watching Gio when I made that coffee and the milk? A little bit. Were you bit. paying attention to him? No, I was cooking their dinner. I was trying to breast. I was trying to pump with them. One so side. if you've seen it on uh, Instagram before, 
like I think I've posted a couple story frames, maybe I don't know, of him standing on the stool like a little step stool, and he puts it next to the counter where I make coffee. But now he goes in there and he says he tries to say stool, and I forget how he says it. Like he says like dual, something <laughs> okay. like that, just dual. And he goes in there and he points at it. It makes me get it, and bring it out. And of course, he has to put his hand on it as I carry it out, like he like he's the one carrying it. I'm like, great job, man. <laughs> and he sets it up. And I used to set it up like, like perpendicular to the counter, you know. Mm-hmm. So he stepped up straight and was like just standing right at the counter. But now he has to have it turned because if it's straight, like perpendicular, the the top bar like kind of gets in his way of like reaching further onto the counter and like touching the machine. So now you have to turn the step stool to the side so that he doesn't have that bar to go through. Oh my god! And he's got like open access to the to the machines, right? But if you don't let him turn it, he freaks on you. So he was freaking on me, and I, I like, I was like kind of busy in my mind and like not really thinking. I just like set it up real quick, and then I just was like no, and like went back to my thing, and he lost it. He did it two times. He just goes, he he throws like a a really quick tantrum and then sprints off to the couch and just, he, <laughs> he throws himself on the couch, like in a tantrum. You know oh yeah. I mean? Face like, head into the face first <laughs> in the couch and then kicks his feet behind him <laughs> and then waits to see if anybody's watching. Oh yeah. He does that. You guys, he, <laughs> he throws these tantrums now, but he'll do it and then look back and stop and see if anyone's watching. <laughs> so then he came back and like, I don't know if I didn't let him, like turn it again i forget what he did and then he did the same exact thing sprinting over and screaming threw his face into the couch kicking his feet but anyways the whole point of this is like once i started making stuff he had to keep shifting the the uh god what's it called step stool like around me on the counter like in a in a little area of like maybe three to five feet but Mm -hmm. like for every part of the process he had to he had to shift the step stool so that he could be the one like to do it thinking he's doing like (laughs) each part of it like hitting the buttons on the grinder or pressing the button on the almond cow to make milk or like pressing the buttons on the espresso machine like okay in the morning okay geo i freaking love that story okay i'm just gonna elaborate on it this is really cute in the morning when Gio wakes up and we're like lounging in the bedroom and when we feel like he's starting to expire and he wants to like go into the living room, he'll say like, daddy and Gio make coffee. And then he'll tell me, mama, go in the other room with Ivory. And he's so bossy about it, but he does it in the cutest voice. And I instead just of saying coffee, so he says, dotty. 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 But the fact that he gets excited and he knows the routine and he's he knows that you and, and him are going to make coffee for me. And then he knows exactly which cup's mine and which one's yours. And then if he gets a coffee, it's the milk. So he he's like, it's just cool. These are the things we're going to remember, you know? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. And it it's cool until like you're just you're basically you're so tired you're you're almost dead. Yeah. You know? And then he wants to be the one doing it all and you're just like But that's with uh, everything. Now yeah. it's like he doesn't want me to put his underwear on. He wants to put his underwear on. Mm-hmm. You he doesn't want me to put his shoes on. He but wants you're to put but you're changing the underwear cuz he's pissed through three of them already. So, update for you guys. He was Almost potty trained, like I'd say three months ago or something. Not maybe not three months ago. That was way long. I don't know. Whenever we started doing it, he caught on really quick and he was really into peeing in the toilet. And now he doesn't. He doesn't 
always make it to the toilet. He typically poops in the toilet. (laughs) Sorry to be so graphic. He doesn't like doing that in his diaper, but he is now having accidents all over the place. So he's regressed a lot and it's such a pain in the freaking ass because literally, because we have to change his underwear like all day and I don't want him. It's confusing because I don't want to keep putting a diaper on him. You know what's just, frustrating is he knows. He knows. Every, every single he time. says it every time. You keep trying to say, like, you keep trying to figure out like, okay, what's going to land with this kid. And like every time I'm like, Gio, where are you supposed to go pee? Where do you go pee? How does he say it? Ready? One, two, three. Pee, pee, do it with me. You do it. Oh, I thought we were saying it in synchrony. <laughs> no, you said that, but okay. didn't mean I had to. Whatever. He goes, pee, pee in the toilet. Oh, yeah. He just like <laughs> makes a mockery of it. Yeah. Oh, God. He's such a little. <laughs> I'm going to say this out loud. He's a little asshole sometimes. <laughs> but he makes us laugh all the time. And now he goes, Geo's funny. Uh huh. Oh, my God. Oh, if you gosh. say fun or funny around him, he laughs. Like, yeah. He thinks like that's cue for laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I'm in over my head a little bit. Even like, okay. So he was, he was, he was challenging today and like, it's, it can get really frustrating. You start losing your patience, but it's just crazy. Like the feelings you have as a parent, cause you can be so frustrated you can be like, I'm just ready for you to go to bed, man. Like we need to reset, come back at this tomorrow, you know, <laughs> but like he's asleep. And like you start talking about him or thinking about him or like maybe you see a picture or a video and you're just like, oh man, <laughs> I miss this little asshole. <laughs> you know? It's the weirdest thing. He's just our everything, but he's so much work. Oh my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. Um, all right. Should we take a break? Let's Come take a break. Come back voicemails. Yes. Thank you for taking that out of my mouth. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, you guys. So we're so excited that Go Macro is sponsoring the show because we genuinely eat these bars and love them. And I've been polishing Go yeah. Macro bars. <laughs> so true story. I, I posted about them on my Instagram and I went to go get a bar to create a reel for mm. Go Macro mm-hmm. and they were gone. And Go Macro had to send me more bars because Andrew, Gio, even myself, like I... we just go through them so quick they're so good um and the cool thing is it's a mother daughter owned company based in a small like rural community and go macro's mission is to spread awareness for balanced plant-based lifestyles which is like right talking to my heart right there um and not only do go macros macro bars taste delicious they also help support our planet all Go Macro products are made with 100% renewable energy and sustainably sourced ingredients. They're available in mouth-watering flavors. Sorry, I'm like salivating. <laughs> like peanut butter chocolate chip, blueberry plus cashew butter, and dark chocolate plus almonds. All Macro Bars are certified organic, vegan, and gluten-free. That's right. And for those of you guys with a food allergy or dietary restriction, Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors as well as as seven certified FODMAP-friendly flavors so that everyone can enjoy a delicious snack. And just when you thought it couldn't get any better, a percentage of proceeds from the August sales of their Double Chocolate Plus Peanut Butter Cups Macro Bars, uh, which I can say from firsthand are amazing, will be donated to the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust, best known for their work to protect elephants. The Sheldrick Wildlife Trust operates the most successful orphan elephant rescue and rehabilitation program 
in the world. So uh, don't wait, guys. Get your hands on Go Macro's delicious macro bars today by visiting GoMacro.com and using promo code ADULTING for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. And don't forget also for the month of August, you guys, if you want to try the double chocolate plus peanut butter chips macro bar, that's going to add some value for the Sheldrake Wildlife Trust and I want to help them out because they're doing some really special things for elephants. Okay, you guys, <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. All right, use code adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Hi, Daniela. Hi, Andrew. My name's Autumn. I'm a big fan of your guys' show. Been here since the beginning. I just had one quick question. Also, congratulations on buying your home. Um, my question is about the home, actually. What were some of your guys' must-haves when it came to looking for your next home? And also, what were some things that one of you really wanted and the other didn't? And how did you come to a compromise on that? I'm really looking forward to your answers. Thanks, guys. What's up, Autumn? Thank you for that question. Uh, really, two questions. When it comes to must-have, so, of course, like – you heard us say it earlier in the show. We had to be closer to family and we needed more space. Like we're in 1,600 square feet right now. It, it's felt really small with two kids and Mimi around. Um, so we needed more for sure. But when it comes to like must-haves for me or for us, I think I'm talking for us here, is we really like an X factor. And that's hard to explain. But like we – and it's funny because like we didn't – we got it, but we didn't get it. You right. know, And I'll explain that. We we just don't like like typically we don't we're not in love with like track homes. We just want it to feel different than everything around. Like we want it to be special in its own right, right? And it's interesting because <laughs> we ended up pretty much in a track home, but we feel like it has the bones and the opportunity to be really special for us. And it has a bit of an X factor because something that was really important to us that was actually harder to find than we thought was we wanted something that had this Spanish flair or Spanish architecture or the potential to, to bring in like a Spanish element. And so when we saw this house, um, I'd say it's it leans towards the Spanish side side of things like the neighborhood feels spanish there's spanish mediterranean yeah and there's like hillsides and palm trees and there's a lot of um kind of like that terracotta flooring in like not necessarily a lot of tile roofs which is great like a great feature in spanish it just feels like it's kind of like to me that represents and you can you can take it the extra steps that you want to to make it your own and make it exactly that. So we saw the potential. And when we walked into it, although it was very different than what we initially sought out to find, which was a little more space, but a little more outside space. We wanted this, a property that maybe we can expand on at some point. This house has probably the same size lot that we have currently and the house is bigger. So it feels like it's a smaller out exterior lot. Um, But there was something about it. I walked in and I didn't even have to walk the whole house. I knew right yeah, away. It just had good vibes. I knew it. I just, I, I got out of the house. I couldn't even talk to you fast enough to decide whether or not we were going to make an offer. And we made the offer day two that it was on the market. So mm-hmm. it went on the market probably midday, maybe even late that day. And the next morning we were at the house looking at it. Yeah. And yeah. then made the offer right after. The outdoor space, that bit was like a bit of a, a, bit of a compromise for me. Like, I love being outdoors. It's where I feel my happiest. Like, 
I love tending to my plants. You know, I sing to them, I water them. Like that's that's my shit. That is my jam. This house has that. Like, there's still enough for us. And for me, like, I, I definitely wanted more outdoor space uh, and a little more privacy, which we can we can create more privacy. Um, but I compromised on the space because one, we got a little bit of a view. We're like way closer to nature, which is important to me. But I also felt like the house gave the family what we needed more so. And then the outdoor bit, like, you know, like the house is closer to nature, but just in general, in the location, we're way closer to like parks, the, the mountains, beach, like so many parks around. Like if I, if I feel like I need that, I can go and get it really easily. So that was a compromise for me. Was there anything for you? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I wanted something that was different than all the other homes. The neighborhood we're in now is an older neighborhood built in like the 40s. And so you have a variety of homes, right? You have homes that are almost original and then you have homes where that either have been torn down and built like these bigger style like Cape Cod or farmhouse or whatever. And I loved the idea of being in a neighborhood where like all the homes are kind of different because that's just all I've known. Yeah. And in this new neighborhood, they all pretty much look the same, maybe yeah. a little different color or whatever, slightly different. And and it's odd because like we walked the neighborhood today and it was it just I don't know what to tell you, you guys, like you could have a list and you can feel like that's exactly what you want. But until you walk into a home and it just has that feeling that feels right. I just don't know about that initial list. Yeah, it just kind of smacks you in the face. Yeah. But I, okay. So one other thing that was a must have for me is like, I, I'm like a frugal Freddy and I just made that up. I'm just, Ooh, a, yeah, please share this. I'm piece. just a frugal guy. Like I'm a value person, right? I really dissect things because I don't know. I grew up in a, at some point, like we didn't have enough. And then I like really wanted to control whatever I had and like keep it really close. Right. So I'm very careful about spending in most cases. Um, and I, I, project that onto Daniela as well. Um, so when I come to the home, like this is a crazy market and in reality, like, you know, interest rates are amazing. They're lower than I've ever seen them, maybe lower than they'll ever be again. Um, but on the flip side, the prices are way up and they've gone, they've gone up so much in, in the last year, year and a half. Right. We, we were looking at a house out this way, like maybe beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. end of 2019 that like I really loved and it had major X factor and needed a total overhaul. So what happened was, let's be honest, what happened was we loved this home, okay? Mm-hmm. We only saw it online. It was COVID time. It was COVID times because we the, couldn't whole, get in. the whole reason why we didn't get the home was because they no, wouldn't allow it. It was earlier it's in not COVID. Like we didn't get it. Like we couldn't even make an offer or anything. We couldn't we couldn't do anything. Yeah, we couldn't see it. They weren't letting anybody in to see it. But anyways, all I was trying to say was like in retrospect that home would have been a major deal, right? And p- people have probably seen that in all sorts of areas. And, like, nobody would have known, right? Because you can't – it's hard to predict the future. But now looking back, like, buy it for a certain price, even if you put so much work into it. Like, you're still at a point where people are buying today I know. for a home that still needs a ton of work, right? So yeah. that would have been a great value. But this house, somehow, some way, like, like I said, value is very important to me. I didn't want us to overspend. And, like – we made the biggest commitment that we've ever made, but still like on a price per foot basis in my eyes, like we got a crazy deal. All the surrounding areas are like 
25 to maybe 40% higher per foot. And for me, I'm like, this is a smaller pocket. Like there's nothing that this one doesn't have that those pockets have. And you have access to all that stuff and you're still in a really beautiful area. Like this will be worth what's that, what that is worth at some point. And that was like a no brainer for me. Yeah. It really felt like a safe, um, a safer investment in terms of this crazy market. Yeah. Because we'll give you one example. I think I probably shared this, but the first house, yeah, the first house we put an offer on, um, went over asking, what was the exact number? 400. Uh, yeah, like four something. $465,000 over asking. Okay. And the asking price itself was high was for the high. neighborhood. Yeah. So we were just like in shock and we thought, no, we're going to throw in the towel until things level out. And then my aunt actually sent me this um, listing for the house that we're in now. And I, I literally responded right away. I looked at a few of the pictures and I said, it's perfect. And then little like next day we were in it and made an offer. And yep. Here we are. Worked out. So you know what? You can make your list and you can think that that's what you're looking for. But ultimately, I say, try it all on. Yep. That was a really long answer. So I'm hoping that you just took at least one thing away from oh that. Gosh, sorry, guys. Next question. Hi, guys. It's Jordan. And I love you guys so much. I listen every time you guys have a new upload and take a walk. And it's so refreshing. Um, I was wondering how you guys deal with, like, slumps or parts in your life where you just feel like you know you're not exactly where you want to be in life like for example my college situation right now I'm switching from a community college to a university but it's the timeline for me was way off from when I expected when I was high schooler or I'm not going to go off to the university I'm doing an outreach program which makes me bummed out and that I'm just kind of having some I don't know. I just feel in a slump. So I just wanted to know how you guys deal with that. Um, sorry, this is kind of all over the place. Thank you. What's up, Jordan? Thank you for your question. Um, I, I think it's a very relatable one in the sense that we have all felt that at times. Like I know I have, I've felt that like several times in, in my adult life, especially after college, like through each career, I'm wondering if I'm, in the right place, doing the right thing, like having days and like months and just feeling like knowing that I'm not where I should be and doing what I'm, what I should be doing. Um, I've even felt that like after becoming a dad and, and like, you know, if, if you've been listening when Gio was born, I resigned from my position that I, I just worked so hard to get in a position where I've created a lot of value for myself and then having a kid smack me in the face. And it just made me feel like, like, you know, this, this is where I need to be. And this is more important. Um, but since then I've, you know, like you, I've been trying to figure things out figure out like, like what my place is in life, what value do I have to offer people? So I totally get it. Do one thing that I can offer you from experience and, and like, I'm not saying that you're doing this, but you mentioned timeline and whether that's yours or somebody else's, if it's somebody else's or you're comparing yourself to other people, stop hard stop, you know, and it, it can be really hard. So easy to look everywhere and compare yourself. But if you're happy with what you're doing and you're proud of yourself, like to me that that's enough, you know, if you're not, and you're the only person that can answer that, that's a different story. Like if you know, you got more to give then that, then that's what you got to do. And that's where you can find a, you know, a bit of the answer that you're looking for. Um, 
but we all, you know, we're all dealt different cards and have to make different decisions throughout our life. And these things don't always stack up the way you want. And like, that's one thing that I've learned in life is, you know, you can plan all you want. I think planning is good to an extent, but you also have to just ride the wave a bit, mm-hmm. you know? So if that's what you're doing right now, that that's totally okay. But go back to what I said, like, if you know you have more to give, then give it. And like, I think you know exactly where that can take you. I think that that was said perfectly. The only thing I'll maybe add to it is that the slums are so normal. Like I really feel or slump or whatever you call it. I really feel like um, what's on the other side of the slump is like victory or feeling like you've made it through something. So, you know, the only thing I can say from experiences, especially in acting, it's like the highs are high and the lows are low, but you would never experience those highs unless you experience the low. So maybe if there's a little bit of acceptance around feeling what you're feeling, just knowing that, you know, my aunt used to say this to me, there's like, not that you're at the bottom at all, but like, there's, there's nowhere else to go, but up. And so I just think maybe keep that in mind and maybe that'll give you some assurance that you're possibly on the right track. You're just trying to get through some of the stuff that's more challenging. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I love that. I think, um, what's cool about what's cool about life is like every, every day you can give yourself a fresh start like literally every moment you could give yourself a fresh start you know and it's like i don't know if that's what um she she's getting at you mm-hmm. know i don't think you need a fresh start but like if there are things that you feel like you can do better or you can speed up or do more efficiently or whatever like you can literally make those decisions at any moment and then act on them mm-hmm. you know yeah, so true how much power we have. Yeah. But it sometimes doesn't feel that way, especially I feel that way often where I'm just bogged down and it's almost debilitating to do anything else but just feel my feelings, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I know that I can probably help myself. I know that I could probably make some sort of time to be active and clear my head. But in that moment, you just feel so heavy like, oh, this is a lot for me to handle. I don't think I'm capable of doing anything else but just being in this moment. And I just, I I don't know. I feel like some of that stuff is normal. It's a rite of passage. It's just natural for us to, like, feel things. And, again, like, we wouldn't feel what happiness and joy and excitement and victory or winning feels like without having anything to compare it to. Sure. Sure. 100%. So, well, yeah. You know, well, again, <laughs> long answer, but hopefully, you know, you can pull something away um, that works for you. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll leave it there. I think we'll leave it there. I won't I won't bother you guys with the phone number, but if you do want to call and leave us any wins or fails oh, or questions, go again. <laughs> um, it's really fun to, to get to know you guys better, hear your voice, and, you know, just that's it. Thanks for calling and thanks for being a part of our community. We'll see you in the gym if you're a part of the Fit Fam or on Facebook. Okay. Anything else, babe? That's it. Okay. Bye, guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods. Mm